0: Welcome to the Average Football Pod. This is the Boxing Day Special Pod. Happy Christmas, everyone. I hope you all had a lovely Christmas or, ha- or going to have a lovely Christmas. This is recorded on Christmas Eve, so um, Christmas hasn't happened yet for people. So I hope you had a lovely Christmas. I hope you were able to see your families um, and hope you're able to do enjoy everything and stay safe at the same time. Right, so we've got games to talk about games on Sunday and Monday. We're not going to talk about Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, and Thursdays yet because, A, we don't know if they're going to happen because of COVID. Also, there's a lot of fixtures and a lot of things that can happen between now and Tuesday. So I'm only going to talk about the Sunday and Monday games. Um hopefully these will go ahead. I know two have been cancelled already because or postponed already because of COVID. So Liverpool Leeds was gonna be a really good one to talk about, um, because Leeds are the taking, but unfortunately they've got COVID issues and also Watford have got COVID issues as well. So can't talk about them games. Um, I'm going to talk about these games that are happening at this moment in time. It is now 20 past nine, Christmas Eve. At this moment, these games are happening. So by the time this pod goes out and by the time you hear this, this could be really, really out of date. So I will talk about the games. I might be talking about these games later on in the year. So who knows? So uh, the games that are happening so far on Sunday at 3 o'clock is Burnley versus Everton. Uh, Man City against Leicester. At three, Norwich against Arsenal. Spurs against Palace. West Ham against Southampton. And then at 5.30, you've got Villa vs Chelsea. And then Brighton against Brentford at eight. These games are all on Amazon Prime. So um, you can watch these simultaneously all in one go all in different times so if you've got nothing to do on boxing day then you can have a lovely day sitting in front of the tv watching all these football games as well in the morning you can sit and watch cricket watch the ashes watch hopefully england actually show some some fight against the aussies and then i would say by 12 o'clock you've got the football because that was supposed to be liverpool leicester um uh, Leeds, sorry but that ain't happening so a check on Sky Sports there could be championship games if they're going ahead I don't know it's it's so hard to pick if these games are going ahead or not um, most of the European uh, all the European countries major leagues have all um, winter nas- in on winter national break inter- a winter break at this moment in time Um, so there's no, there's no European games apart from the Belgium league and Turkish league, but in the UK, they're very difficult to find and hard to watch, not because of quality, but you just, they're just not on TV to watch. So, um, yeah, you're looking at championship league one, league two, if these games go ahead and also, um, premier league games as well. So hope you can get your fix of football, um, in the 12 o'clock three between 12 and 3, really. Uh, And then 3 o'clock is football time. Then it's football time. Right, so let's talk about these games then, shall we? So we will start off with Burnley against Everton. Um, Very interesting game. Um, Both teams... uh, trying to think if they played last week i don't think they did it's so hard to pick so hard to know if these games went ahead because there was only five games it's more about who didn't play last week than who did so uh, everton and burnley both didn't play so both games both teams should go in this game refreshed really um because they all oh, had you know burnley had covid issues as well so um, they should go into this game feeling refreshed from a little break depending on how severe the covid situation was at these clubs um Everton has still got injury issues. Uh, they would have been really up for this game because they had a really positive game against Chelsea. And um, for that not, for that game not to go ahead last week, um, they'd feel a little bit downbeat about it. Hopefully they can bring that sort of confidence going into this game against Burnley. Burnley need a win. And Everton is almost the perfect team to get this win against because they're not playing well. Um so uh, yeah, it's a tricky one with this game it's not a game that you'd go oh yes I need to watch that because I don't think there's gonna be goals in it it's gonna be very tight and very cagey and it's gonna be an awful game to watch so thank god there's more games on at three o'clock to watch because I don't think it's a game that you would want to watch really um this is a game that would be last on match of the day no offense Everton and the Burnley fans but you know you know it's true um Oh, the Brighton Brentford could be a close match as well for that one, but who knows. Um hopefully um I like Bernie a lot. I love Sean Deitch. If you ever hear him I've said this before, if you ever hear him interviewed, check out the high performance podcast. That is an incredible interview with Sean Deitch. He doesn't talk about tactics he at all in that podcast. He talks about him as a leader, him as a manager, him as a and what he wants from his players as people as well. So, um, you never hear a player talk badly about sean Dyche. It's always positive with him so um it's he shows that he's got a really good respect level from the players towards him, considering that he was never really like you know he was never a well class international player he was you know a a, a relegation championship player um but he Really has got really good morals and good ethics, so um, I have a lot of respect for that man, and he's someone that I would love to work for. Dan, if, if I ever got the chance to, I would, I would love to work for a Sean Dyche's team. But Everton, on the other hand, injuries still. Uh, Calvert Lewin doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon yet. Um, they just, yeah, they just need to get some run of games and run of wins together, really, because Everton are. Um, I don't think they're going to be buying in January. I don't think the transfer window is going to be actually a big transfer window this year, considering probably two months ago it might have been with Newcastle flashing cash around. But with COVID issues hitting play teams and the fact that games being called off, these games need to be played at some point. So they need a squad. So um, the squad players that are not featuring, at the moment, they could feature later on in the season. Um, so it's going to be an interesting transfer window. Uh, so next game, City against Leicester. Um, this is the pro the game to look out for, the game to watch. Um, Man City are playing really, really well at the moment, but Leicester have really good um, form at the Etihad Stadium. Um, when Leicester won the title, them years ago, let's not forget about that. They beat Man City really comfortably, and, um, and Leicester can get hit Man City on the counter attack. I think, um, and I think Leicester could win, and Leicester could cause an upset here. Um, Man City are playing really well um, the Newcastle game last week they just flexing. They were just flexing muscles granted it doesn't help Newcastle really did give them a couple of goals but Newcastle just went in the game flexing a little, uh, sorry, Man City went in a little bit of just flex and not really having to try hard so um, I do think that this could be a really good game to watch uh, what happened midweek was Leicester drew three against Liverpool. Vardy scored two goals uh, against Liverpool, and Madison scored a fantastic goal. If you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube. But it was a very weakened Liverpool side. But nonetheless, Leicester seemed to raise a game against big three, uh, big six sides. They've beaten Man United comfortably. Um, they've they've really they've struggled against Chelsea. Um, but Vardy loves a goal against the top six, so expect Vardy to score a goal again as he does always against these sides hopefully Leicester get the defensive issue sorted out that's the problem that lets Leicester down this year Uh, they're missing Fofana which is crazy considering he had one a year last year he's really young as a defender and you just think yeah they miss him so if he can get back from his broken leg by the end of the season I think that would make Leicester a little bit more stronger Um, they will look to likely to want to defend the FA Cup really well this year I think they had aspirations to actually win in the Carabao. Um, and I think they'll be a little bit disappointed to go out on penalties against Liverpool, considering they're a 3-1 up. But um, Diego Dross is on fire at the moment, so it's very hard to keep him off the score sheet. Uh, Man City, on the other hand, is playing really well. Uh, Man City lost uh, Farhan Torres um, this week uh, to Barcelona, so he won't be featuring any more for Man City before he goes to Barcelona in January. Don't know how that deal happened because Barcelona have no money so god knows how that transfer happened but there we go these things happen in football so um yeah that's an interesting one because i think pep had very high high hopes for Farron torres to be a for the striker for man city so maybe that show maybe that's showing where man city's going to go for in the summer in terms of transfer dealings uh with harland being potentially available and maybe he might go for kane again who knows We'll Have to wait and see till the summer, but um, Man City are doing well without a striker anyway, so um, who that's it might not be an issue for Pep. Um, Greedish and Foden might possibly feature in this game after being dropped last week after some off field antics. Um, so uh, Pep has said that they are back in contention, but uh, they will probably start on the bench, looking likely. And Carl Walker is not fit by the sounds of things as well so um unless it could go into this game looking quite looking like man city might be a little bit weakened but man city strong is so side the so, so, uh, squad is so strong it's very difficult to look past them in this game uh another game to look out for is Spurs against palace a nice little london derby again um fantastic this could be a really really good game um Spurs are playing well against Spurs against Liverpool was a fantastic game to watch. Spurs looked like they had some fight into them, which hadn't been them like that for a while for Spurs. Uh, Conte looks like he's getting his message across to the players. Son and Kane looked really good. Kane getting this goal against Liverpool, which will only boost him scoring against Liverpool. Having Palace next, you think yes, Kane might score again against this in this one. Son as well, looking very sharp. Deli Alli getting playing well. Hopefully they weren't a one-off and hopefully Deli Alli can actually show the promise and show the player that he was from two, three years ago. If they can get him firing and have Ali and Kane firing as well, Spurs are going to be really tricky to beat and really tough. And um, they will really push for honours, you know, um, in terms of FA Cup at least, and maybe top four by the end of the season. So um, definitely tricky. Um Palace, on the other hand, are playing really good. They're just not getting results that they want. Um, They, I don't think they played again last week, so they had a week off again. So they had COVID issues. uh, Whoever they're playing against, they beat South. They drew against Southampton two all. They're just having slight defensive issues. Will they dip their toe into the transfer market in January? Be interesting to see. Um, They've got a very young side. um, but it would be maybe some experienced players in the back would might help them out a little bit. But who knows? Who will have to wait and see? But definitely worth a game to watch as well at 3 o'clock. So if City are dominant in Leicester, then flip over to Spurs Palace. If you want goals, look at Norwich Arsenal, because I think there'll be goals in there. I think more than for Arsenal. But um, yeah, Norwich need to get some points on the board. Playing Arsenal is not a team that they probably want to face at the moment. Um I don't think they want to face anyone, really, Norwich. I think they want to face teams in their, sort of in their remit. They've got Palace next going into uh, next week, next week. And then they've got Leicester away into the new year. Um, So three tricky games for Norwich coming up. If they get a couple of points out of that, that'd be great. But um, it's going to be a tricky one. Arsenal playing really well, scoring goals, scoring goals. Bamiyan looks like he's not going to feature for Arsenal anymore until after the Cup of Nations if he comes back that is so if um, looks like Lacazette is going to be the man leading the line for Arsenal with uh, Saka and Martinelli on the left and right and Smith Rowe behind him so it looks like they're getting a bit of a, a, a foursome together now with that so it could look like Arsenal could be very potent with a nice attacking side um, and Ramsdale's doing well as well and Arsenal being defensively solid as well. That's not something that Arsenal have said over the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, they seem to have got their – they're getting their stuff together, really. So, um, yeah, Arsenal could be a team to look out for. They're sitting fourth, I think, as well. So it's not very often that Arsenal have been like this. They've been a little bit of a laughing stop the last few years, social media-wise, anyway. Um, but, yeah, it looks like they're getting their getting it together. So um, definitely a little match to watch. Um We'll talk about the 530 kickoff, the Villa versus Chelsea game. Uh, this game could also eclipse the Chelsea uh, the Leicester Leicester City uh Leicester Man City game. Um this game could be really tough because uh Gerard's getting the tune out of Villa at the moment and he's playing and they've only lost once and that was to Liverpool, which were very unlucky to. Um they didn't play last week, last minute cancellation. Uh I know Villa have having issues with COVID again. Same with Chelsea. So um According to Gerard, there was one player that sat in this car, refusing to get out because he was so scared about transmitting COVID. So it will be interesting to see if this game goes ahead or not. I would. S- Chelsea have got their own COVID issues as well, and Tuchel has said that he's unhappy about the fixture congestion at the moment and that he hasn't got many players to pick from. Uh, they should have the Kaku back potentially and others back from their batch of COVID, um, but who knows. Um this could be this could be a game that gets called off um and hopefully for the fans it doesn't get called off last minute because that's the last thing they want on a boxing day and if it does get called off hopefully it's in the morning and it's gave uh time for fans not to travel to the game so that's my hope for this game is that it does go ahead and fans can come but if it does get called off, it gets called off at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Because this is a 5.30 kickoff game. So Chelsea fans won't necessarily have to leave that early to get to uh, Villa Park. Um, same with Villa fans. So, um, But this game is always a good game to watch as well. Uh, Villa fans seem to get up for this game. Uh, always seems to be an upset. I remember the game when Mourinho was in charge of Chelsea. And it was a really fiery encounter. And uh, I think Villa won 3-2 or 2-1. It was a really great game to watch. Um, So definitely a game to look out for and watch on Boxing Day if you haven't got anything else to do. I'll be honest, any of these games I'm not going to watch because I'm not going to be able to watch because I'm with the in-laws and there's 18 of us, hopefully, or COVID, depending um, on that day. So, yeah, just if I can get and watch some highlights of these games, I will. But um, it's going to be really tricky for me. Um, considering that uh, most of my in will support Watford or Newcastle and they're not playing, so they probably won't have any interest in these games that happen on Sunday anyway. Right, let's talk about Monday. Monday is my day. Monday is Newcastle United against Man United. So... Monday morning, you wake up. The crickets on. The ashes great. Then Monday. Oh, this darts on as well. Watch the World Championship darts. There'll be some fantastic atmospheres there. Then by the evening, Newcastle versus Man United. This has got history to it that goes back into the nineties of the Keegan days and Keegan saying he would love it if he can beat Man United. It never happened. Now you've got Man United trying to come back into. Some form with Ragnik in charge, not lost so far in two games, not playing great football. But I think the 10 days off would help United, uh, it would give him time to just implement his ideas a little bit more. Um, according to Ragnick, he's got 23 fit players. I think 23. Uh, Pogba's still out injured, um, so Cavani's back, uh, Ronaldo's had rest, so this could be a really bad time for Newcastle because they were awful against Man City last week and they have to defend better. Kieran Clark, what he did for the first goal for City, should be, is shameful, absolutely shameful. He's ducking his head like he must have got a call somewhere for him to duck his head. like, like that's You can't do that. You just can't do that. And against Man City, last thing you want to do is just give him a little bit of an, you know, up, give Him a little boost up to get a goal that's just it's just not on, not right at all. What defending Newcastle showed last week, um, they have to defend better. Um, hopefully, Eddie Howe's been able to put that across. you know, having a week with them after what happened against Man City, not ideal, really not ideal, and especially against a refreshed Man United side with the pace they have with Sancho, Rashford, Greenwood, Ronaldo, Cavani, Fernandez, all them players that could play and Cavani as well you know in fact he's dogged and just runs 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 um this could be a really horrible game for Newcastle but at the same time United need to be more have to be keeping that defensive um solidity there two clean sheets in the last two games against Norwich and against Palace which is fantastic for them um they just need to be a bit more there. Yeah, they just need to keep these nice clean sheets coming. And if they keep that solid solidity in the back, it just forms that partnership. Varane can, Varane can be back for this as well. So you'd definitely be looking at Maguire, Varane, back four, uh, in the two. And then... Dallow's played really well so far, so you think Dallow will probably play over Wambasaka and it's a toss-up between Tellers and Shaw. Both got qualities of set pieces, so it just depends on who's going to play there. And then midfield, you're looking at Fred McTominay and then Fernandez, Sancho, Rashford, Greenwood, Ronaldo. All these players that come back, all these players that haven't played for 10 days and will be fresh. It all depends on what happened with the COVID situation as well. Who had the COVID? How bad was the COVID? How bad they feel respiratory-wise? So there could be a lot of uh, changes by the time it comes around to Thursday when they play Burnley. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, so they're the games to look out for this week. I hope you will enjoy yourselves. Uh, I will be back hopefully on Tuesday to give a little update on uh, the games going into uh midweek games uh the games that no one wanted all the games that the sorry the managers and players don't want so it'll be interesting to see what games are called off by that point uh so i've got a list of them here so they might change by then so we'll have a look right i hope you all have a lovely christmas i will see you on tuesday have the christmas be safe and see you soon bye